Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the Fighting the Good Fight podcast, the show that highlights the good, the bad, and the ugly truths of the education system in America from my own personal experience. My name is Tiana, and I am your host. The content on this podcast is my opinion and experiences as a Black woman educator. If you would like to learn more about this podcast and content related to it, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts Fighting the Good Fight 45, and visit the websites in the description box below to learn more. In today's episode titled, Affirmations and Rituals, I am going to share with you how I stay sane, period, in the education system. At the end of the episode, I will leave you with words of encouragement to continue fighting the good fight, so be sure to listen all the way till the end. Let's go! It's no secret that suffering is inevitable and facing hardships is a part of life. It's also no secret that humans spend many hours working over a lifetime and that lots of the pain we endure comes from the blood, sweat, and tears we've contributed to our work. Each of us have been taught to respond differently to facing hardships or pain. Many people cope with stress in a negative way. And many times, many people get sucked into negative waves without even realizing it and where it's stemming from. I believe that one must carry strict spiritual faith first and foremost in order to tap into your greatest potential throughout all of the hardships you will face in life. Just as pleasure doesn't last forever, neither does suffering or facing hardships, but you must believe that you are great beyond measure and that you haven't tapped into everything you are capable of being to overcome many of life's challenges. Embracing my spiritual practice has led me to gain a deeper appreciation for myself and others and all that we have done to make the educational system better and what we are still capable of doing. That is my first and foremost ritual, sticking to my faith. Without faith, I would have sunk to the bottom of the ocean a long time ago. How do you avoid burnout as a steward of trauma? The data says that 70% of adults in the United States have faced a traumatic experience in life, and two-thirds of children have experienced at least one traumatic event by the age of 16. As an educator, I am constantly supporting children and adults with managing acute traumatic experiences. There is a plethora of indirect trauma and direct trauma experiences that we are exposed to that can take a toll on our mental health as educators. Educators are faced with making hundreds of educational decisions a day. With the rapidly rising rates in employee burnout, self-care intentionality is imperative to reinvigorating one's life's purpose over and over again, and that has become a ritual for me, intentionally taking care of myself. Mental health has become an important topic at the workplace in recent years. Employees and employers have realized their worth and need to take care of themselves and others in order to maintain a healthy quality of life. And employers and employees are realizing the need to provide workspaces that are safe and welcoming for all and to honor employee wellness. When I think about how I stay grounded in a system that is filled with toxicity, I realize the only person I have control over is myself 
and keeping this in mind has become a ritual for me. I cannot control what others do to me or to others to an extent. With this type of constant mindset conditioning, I am purposeful at staying in my locus of control. I practice saying no and setting boundaries to protect my mental health. I practice impacting my responsibilities through creation. I hold myself accountable and strive to achieve a sense of fulfillment by sticking to my life's purpose, educating children and adults on evidence-based practices that work in schools. Practicing mindfulness helps me stay focused on the present so I can focus on what I have control over so that I can impact my future. I appreciate the mornings. I have grown into a person who wakes up bright and early most days to start my day. I start my day in a calming space to take a moment for myself and to reflect on my why. So every morning, one of my rituals is to take a bath. And I have certain things that I put in my bath. I have my bath bomb, my Epsom salts, my bubble bath, and it's always super hot water. And I start to cool it off maybe after 10 minutes. And then I get in the water and this, just the, the temperature of the water makes me really have to focus in the moment to be able to be in that water. Because <laughs> if not, I'm gonna get out real quick because it might be too hot. So really just like, it really helps me to center myself right in the moment and meditate and have a mindfulness moment. Um, taking a bath before I go to work. That is definitely a ritual. Definitely. Every, every morning I have to take one. Every morning. Period. Yes, that's right. A simple ritual I engage in daily is a bath. Something as simple as soaking in semi-hot water filled with oils, essentials, and salt, whose aroma pleases my olfactory senses, helps me to center myself in the present moment and to rid myself of any anxiety. I meditate for a few moments then begin to reflect on my purpose in life. When I am faced with adversities, continuously grounding myself in my why is a must. Using this time to affirm my worth is a must. Using this time to remind myself to believe in my unlimited potential is a must. And this moment of the day helps me to do just that before I step foot into my daily reality. And the final thing I'll share that I practice as a ritual is the power of movement, as Ramona Pickett explains in the TED Talk, The Power of Movement. Dance activates the motor sensories. Music has the ability to heal, and I ensure that I dance often and let loose. It brings a sense of freedom and release when my feet and arms sway to the music. So every opportunity I get to dance and listen to music I ensure that I have that experience, that I can have a sense of a carefree world that is truly free and just. Let me leave you with this. My beautiful women in leadership that are determined, pure, resilient, authentic, and caring. Trauma is real. Acknowledge it and begin to heal. Pay attention to your triggers and practice intentional mindfulness. Find time to take care of yourself and practice healthy habits. As they say, we cannot care for others if we ourselves are not cared for. Until next time, thank you to the listening audience for checking out the Fighting the Good Fight podcast. 
I have appreciated the feedback that has been shared with me about my educational journey. Stay connected, drop a comment below, or email me at fightingthegoodfight45 at gmail.com. Thank you.